Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing the skills you need that your pageant coach isn't teaching you. Welcome back to another episode. I'm going to preface this um, with saying this isn't about like picking on pageant coaches before you start thinking that I'm going down that route. Pageant coaches are there to coach you in pageantry. Um, While some of them do offer additional services, no one coach can coach you in everything in life. That is why there are lots of different types of coaches, pageant coaches, business coaches, life coaches, lifestyle coaches, fitness coaches, all the different types of coaches, and everyone has their area of expertise. If ever a coach says that they are an expert in everything, run a mile because nobody, and I repeat, nobody is an expert in everything. Um, So today I want to touch on some things that I think are hugely beneficial to us as pageant women um, that aren't necessarily like standard practice from pageant coaches um, and that are worth investing a little bit of time and maybe even a little bit of money if you choose so um, in in improving these certain skills. The first one for me has got to be time management. We are awesomely busy, fabulous women. And if you want to achieve awesome stuff in your life, at some point, you are going to need to learn how to manage your time well. One of my big loves with pageantry is the fact that we have this safe space to learn and practice new skills that are going to really benefit us in the world at large. And for a lot of people, that is why they get into pageantry in the first place. Um, Often it's confidence. They want to learn how to be more confident, not so they can compete in a pageant, but so after they've done the pageant, they continue to be more confident. Um, And that for me can roll into so many other skills. So for me, Start with time management because then you're going to have more time to be able to improve more skills. You can start at super base levels and and I often teach workshops around time management. We've talked about time management in the podcast before and I know because of the podcast, a lot of girls and women in pageantry are now utilising time management skills and getting a lot more done, um, be it in their pageant life, in their personal life and in their work life. I have been an entrepreneur since I was, oh, like 22. Um, I've built and sold multiple businesses. Um, I have a number of passion projects like Pageantland, which, yep, run with a team. There's 10 of us now. It's exploded to that big. Um, I also have my own personal pageant platform. I compete in pageant still. I have a daughter. None of this would happen if I did not manage my time well. Um, And it is the most common thing I am asked is how on earth do you do it all? And I was like, I manage my time. And they're like, whoa, I thought time management was just like this imaginary concept that we didn't actually need to learn. But it is a learnable skill. 
uh, ask me questions, listen to the other podcasts, um, but there is a plethora of information and loads of different time management experts. One of the key things for me um, as an expert in the field of time management is that there are so many different ways of doing it. Um, So commit to one way and then maybe tweak it to suit your life better. How I manage my time now has been inspired by lots of different ways, my own concepts. I'm inspired by other time management experts, concepts that I've met along my journey. um, And it is ever evolving. Um, But getting some absolute basics in place like a good structure with a to-do list. Um, I have two techniques that I teach with this that I will have to cover in a separate podcast episode, but there are two basic structures that I highly recommend if you do not or just use a basic standard to-do list. Um, And then time blocking, actually having a calendar, and I do recommend calendars being in digital format, not going to go into the ins and outs now, but trust me, I have a lot to back up that statement. Um, But having a digital calendar where you block out ahead of time what you are going to be doing with your week um, so that you can, one, stay productive and on top of all the things you want to achieve, but two, at the end of your week, you've got a reference point to look back, um, see where maybe time was a bit wasted, make sure that you've got a bit of balance. I use that term loosely, balance. That's a whole other conversation. Um, But a bit of balance in your life between your pageant work, maybe your schoolwork or your job or your own business, time with your family, looking after your health, making sure that you've got those kind of all sort of balanced out a little bit um, and you're not going to burn out by focusing too hard on one area too intensely. The next skill I'm going to talk about is self-love. Now, this might sound a bit obvious, but again, it is something you can invest some time in. And yes, there are self-love coaches you can invest some money into too, and where you can be working on your self-love. Self-love will radiate out of you. And once you tap into it, it is amazing. Um, It's where deep, true confidence comes from. It comes from self-love. And if you don't love who you are, it's very hard to feel like you add any value. So really connecting with why you are awesome because I know you are awesome and and what you bring to the table, who you are as a person and learning to love who you are as a person is so, so vital. And I'd really make sure you're spending some time on that. This also connects into um, some topics we've been discussing recently in the clubhouse room. Um, And the clubhouse room, the pageant and clubhouse room, which is called How to Be a Beauty Queen, we have special guest experts each week that are from outside the pageant industry. Um, And a big thing is basically everything I'm talking about in this episode, um, that it's not always a pageant coach's place to be teaching all these skills. They are not experts in everything. And so we like bringing in experts from beyond pageantry that, yes, will help your pageantry skills, but will also be really, really applicable out in the wider world. Um, We've at the time of recording, I think the episode may have happened, but at the time of recording, we've got like imposter syndrome, inner critic, art of being yourself. We've got self-defense coming up, which will also, we're having a self-defense talk on the Instagram. So do check out our IGTV because I'll save it to there afterwards and get it up on our YouTube as well afterwards. Um, Because particularly with what happened in Clapham in the UK recently, uh, we felt like it was very important, especially at the moment, to be highlighting that while people are feeling a little bit more vulnerable. Um, So there's all these amazing skills that are, are super, super beneficial that we've been talking about in the clubhouse room. The next skill I'm going to touch on is another one very close to my heart, which is health and fitness. As far as I'm aware... Um, 
hope I'm saying this correctly, there are no qualified health and fitness professionals that are also pageant coaches in our industry um, in the UK. There are in some other countries, um, either they started out as personal trainers and never tamed pageant coaches, or maybe they decided to add that qualification um, to their like schedule of things that they do. Um, but in the UK, as far as I'm aware, no one is a professionally qualified insured personal trainer that is also um, a pageant coach. Um, and I say that I am a qualified personal trainer and I do have two coaching programs, but I do not identify or ever call myself a pageant coach. Um, I just run those two programs. So I'm kind of the exception, but also not the exception. Um, so it is worth um, investing some time and or money um, into making sure that you are getting expert advice with regards to your health and fitness. And this isn't purely from an aesthetic point of view. Um aesthetics are such a tiny, tiny part of health and fitness. Energy for me is probably the biggest part of health and fitness in relationship to pageantry. We do a lot. The events are quite intense. If you go to internationals, there is a lot going on. And if you've got a good foundation of health and fitness, you're going to have a good foundation of energy to tap into. Um, so highly, highly recommend making sure that you are nourishing your body correctly, um, avoiding like fad diets, crazy supplements, um, any shake that promises you the perfect body. Um, detox shakes and things like that are a complete and utter myth. Don't fall for them. Um, they... Uh, Juice cleanses originally started out as something else. So that's like a whole other conversation. Um, but make sure you are getting clear professional advice um, where ideally they're not affiliated or tied to any brand that sells products that aren't just like an apple or a carrot. Um, processed fitness food is a con. Um, I'm afraid. Don't fall for it. Um, so getting professional advice from someone who is qualified and insured or a fitness instructor should always have insurance if they've got the qualifications they should be insured um so make sure you're checking with those um and also be aware when it comes to the term nutritionist within the uk um nutritionists are actually very limited with what they are legally allowed to offer if you are having um, major issues with your food um, maybe I've struggled with disordered eating before maybe if you are having issues with that um, my recommendation as a professional in the industry would be to find a dietitian I am not a dietitian um, and tends to be on anything to do with food if they're writing food programs and things like that they should be a dietitian um, and not a basic nutritionist um, some there are some very quick, easy to get nutrition qualifications in the UK um, that basically mean diddly squat and do not ensure them to be writing food programs. So please be aware of that. Make sure you're checking the credentials of any expert you work with, be it the health and fitness or the time management or the self-love, whatever you go and pursue your extra sort of extracurricular learning in, um, make sure you're checking out the credentials of the person, make sure you are getting references from people that they have worked with um, and you're not just being sold based on their good marketing gumph that might not actually be telling the whole story. Always seek out the professional. The next skill I'm going to touch on is hair and makeup. I am rubbish at both. I'll be completely honest. I have been loving the fact that lockdown life has allowed me to be barefaced 99.9% .9 of the time. Like even on our anniversary, my other half got mascara and that is all he got out of me. 
I would much rather pay someone, even if I'm just attending an appearance, I'd much rather pay someone to do my hair and makeup. I'm going to be completely honest. But sometimes there are those times where you still need to do a little bit for yourself, or maybe you'd rather learn the skills um, than maybe you haven't got the the means um, to pay to have a professional do it every time. Like, I'd rather go without a summer holiday than have to do my own hair and makeup. That's that's how much I hate doing it. Um, But it is worth um, investing if you are not going to be paying a professional all the time, or even if you are, to be honest, I still invested some money in this, um, in getting some sort of course with a hair and makeup artist, like a professional within the industry. Everyone's face is different. Everyone needs different products um, for different skin types. Um, Also, your skin evolves. So the products that work for you today, in six months time, you might need to get different products, uh, particularly foundations. I grow out of quote unquote, grow out of foundations um, before I empty the bottle, basically, because I don't use my foundation very often. But I will grow, my skin will grow out of it before I've even finished the foundation. Um, And I'll have to do a bit of research and find a new product. Um, And again, as someone who is an expert in makeup, they are an expert in makeup because that is their sole focus. They will have a much broader spectrum of information to be able to guide you. They're not just going to know how to do their own makeup. They're going to know how to do lots of different skin types, deal with lots of different face structures, deal with lots of different issues. Um, Like I had an absolute nightmare as a kid because I had hideous acne. I've been through two rounds of Aracutane. Um, the spots on my back were so bad I couldn't like lean back in a chair because it would hurt. Um, but I didn't have anyone to ask advice from for how to cover up spots with makeup. YouTube makeup tutorials were not a thing when I was young. <laughs> like, I'm old. Um, and uh, uh, now you can go and ask those experts. You can find out about dealing with certain skin issues. Um, I'm a big believer, if you've got like birthmarks or freckles and things, is let that awesomeness shine through. But if you don't want to, and you want to learn how to to cover something up, um, I'm not advocating for it. I'm like a fan of natural beauty, but if that's what you want to do, um, then go and find um, a makeup expert that has had maybe more experience in those kind of things as well. Um, And have I said the word expert enough in this episode? Find the expert, trust the expert, go to the expert. My next skill that's worth investing some time and or money in um, is going to be social media. We as pageant women as human beings pretty much use social media a lot. Um, We've had some amazing pageant women setting up businesses as well during lockdown, um, but they struggle to get the social media going. Um, And there are social media experts for a reason. A lot of them offer either very cheap and sometimes free advice and courses, um, or you can invest even more money, especially if you're going to start a business with it. It might be worth investing a little bit more money and and learning on a proper course. Um, But uh, social media evolves so, so quickly. Just like your skin can grow out of your foundation, you can learn how the algorithm works and two seconds later, it has changed. Um, And social media experts, they are there to purely make sure they are ahead of the game. They are doing all the difficult work for you. Um, Just like someone who grew their um, Instagram following like 10 years ago wouldn't necessarily, well, won't be able to use those same tactics this year and still get the the following so fast. Um, I hate using the word tactics. It sounds so skeezy, but tricks, tips, whatever you want to call it. Um, 
are constantly evolving because they evolve with the algorithm. Um, Instagram will favor certain things now that didn't. Um, we had an Instagram expert on our uh, clubhouse room a couple of weeks ago, and she's saying how Instagram are slowly starting to unfavor um, reels that have the TikTok watermark. So, and it's much better, uh, Instagram will favor your content if you create it in Instagram. Um, it hasn't even rolled out fully worldwide yet. It's only in certain countries and it's expanding at the rate of knots. But as she was an Instagram expert, she already knew about that. Um, her job is to be ahead of the game. Um, as I say, there's so much advice like on Instagram, in the clubhouse rooms. There are lots of social media clubhouse rooms. So get your butt on clubhouse. Give us a shout. If you've got an iPhone or iPad, um, then you can get the app. Give us a shout. We have lots of invites to give out. Um, as we have a host a club, um, we have a pageant land club that hosts our room. We have been given another additional 20 invites just recently. Um, so give us a shout and we'll get you on there um, because there is so much amazing stuff around social media so you can make sure that you're growing an authentic following a following that's actually going to connect with what you're posting um, because if you grow lots of followers that aren't actually going to like or comment on your post share your post save your posts etc um, it's not going to do your account any favors um, it's actually worth going in and deleting um, followers removing followers that are like dead accounts bot accounts um, I did that. I, I try and do it fairly often, but I'm not as up to date with it as I would like because it's just my personal account. Um, but I went and deleted uh, 50 plus bots from following me. So this wasn't me unfollowing people. This was removing actual followers, which sounds counterproductive, but I did it on the advice of an expert. And so I trust the process. Um, and within three days, I'd made up those missing followers and I'd shot past um, where I had been by quite a margin. Um, and the growth was much faster than I was used to doing. Uh, so there is massive, massive benefit in going and removing like those dead followers, bot followers and things like that. Um, it's your, they refer to it as your engagement. I don't want to turn this into like a social media episode, but they refer to it as your engagement. Your quality engagement is much more important than your follower numbers. Um, it means you're going to get actually have people that are going to sponsor you for events and support you in your pageant journey or buy your product if you're going to start a business, etc, etc. Um, people that just drop a heart emoji in your comments are doing you no favours. People that aren't commenting at all are doing you no favours. Um, so it's really worth um, and going in and deleting those because also Instagram is starting to do that too, removing bot followers, removing dead accounts, fake followers. Um, and there've been some big influencers. I don't like the term influencer, I'll be completely honest, because let's be honest, we are all an influencer. My kid copies everything I do. I'm like, I could sell her anything. I'm mega influencer in this house. <laughs> but, um, and you, you never know who you are influencing as well. Everything you do influences somebody. So I'm not keen on that term. Um, but there were some influencers with big numbers that overnight lost a lot of their numbers because they were maybe bought followers or inactive accounts, people that weren't actually interested in what they were doing, um, but had been maybe got in a not completely ethical way. Um, and they're now suffering the consequences because brands don't want to work with them because their engagement sucks. Um, so authentic growth is key in social media and you do that by learning skills from the professionals. So go and check those out too. 
For these last couple, I'm gonna go into like a bit of a speed round thing. Um, so anything that can help you create graphics um, is worth investing a little bit of time in. Um, one of the most popular ones is Canva. I don't personally like Canva, I didn't connect with it, and I found PicMonkey. Um, both have free versions, but there are also paid versions that have additional features and things like that. Um, most people will probably connect better with Canva, um, but I have had some friends that have chosen to go with PicMonkey because they know that they can come and ask me for advice on how to do things, um, and I've helped them build graphics and things like that. Um, basically, I do help part of my charity fundraising as I help people create graphics and stuff like that for a donation on my Just Giving page. Um, so some people do pick PicMonkey just so they can hit me up for info. Um, I love PicMonkey. I love all the features. I have the full paid premium version now because it's such a worthy investment for me, not just with my personal pageantry stuff, but my business, with Pageantland. All the pretty graphics you see on Pageantland I create. Um, and that is because I've got... Um, like this premium version of, of PicMonkey that saves everything in like clever ways that makes them easy, easy to edit and things like that. Um, but investing a little bit of time in one, learning how to use either like Canva or PicMonkey or whichever one you choose. Um, and also going on, like watch some YouTubes about how to make graphics pop, how to like make better posters and things like that. When you're trying to do your um, your campaigns and things like that, raise money for charity, um, you will then have much more professional, much more snazzy looking um, infographics on your pages. You can make your appearance folder look more beautiful if that matters to you. Um, we touched on this in an episode that there are things that you can do, things worth investing Investing in that don't necessarily get you any extra points. For me, I like rocking up with a beautifully well-presented appearance folder. It's not necessarily going to get me any more points because it looks nice. But for me, I have a lot of pride and it aligns much more with who I am as a person. I like things clean and neat and organized. Um, and so being able to create um, a pretty and well-presented, um, easy to understand appearance folder was quite important to me. So investing a bit of time in learning skills, I can do that was vital. Um, so those are some of the benefits of being able to do those kind of things. Um, the next one, like I said, trying to be a bit quick with these last couple, are uh, uh, if you are running an, some sort of awareness platform that isn't solely linked to a charity, what to be fun, even if it was linked to a charity, um, jumping in and getting some like business basics can be really, really beneficial. Um, learning how to promote, learning how to connect with other people, um, learning how to network, those kind of things that aren't normally considered business skills are super, super useful if you're trying to grow an awareness platform. Um, I've got like over 5,000 people following my awareness platform Instagram now. and um, We ran a really successful awareness month, like I hosted my own awareness month. And that was all built on business skills that I have learned. Um, along the way and yes I have my own businesses and I've had my own businesses and things so that's hugely beneficial but you can go and find some like business basics how to start a business type YouTube videos or rooms on clubhouse and um, and learn those skills that you can apply to your your platform whether it's awareness or whether it's charity and um, and that also rolls into the next one about investing some time in learning how to host and run events be it digitally on an online or in person when things open up again 
There are amazing YouTube videos. There are podcasts. There are blogs. There are all these kind of things that teach you these skills. Go and learn from the professionals and the experts so that you know your events are going to be like tip top. And little sneaky peek, any of you that have been watching the Instagram lives we did um, towards the end of March may have seen this, but we will have a... uh, for want of a better word, a product, product or service thing, um, a thing coming out in 2022 um, that will be a mixture of events hosted by Pageantland. But there's also going to be the opportunity to have um, Pageantland's full support and advice and coaching in hosting your own events. If you've never hosted an event before, it's going to give you um, that sort of safety and security to run your own event, but with backup, with like hardcore backup from the Pageantland team. And um, so keep your eyes and ears peeled for that in 2022. Um, it was meant to be in 2020, but hey, COVID. Um, <laughs> leading off from the business one as well is networking. Um, learning some basic networking skills, how to approach people at events and start conversations with people you don't know online or offline, be it to grow your awareness platform or to get appearances, make the use of your crown or your regional title. And networking skills are amazing. I see way too many pageant girls hiding their heads in their phones at events. Now, I'll be completely honest. I am an actually going to shock a lot of people. I'm actually an introvert. I am a, what you call a sociable introvert. Um, I recharge though on my own. So sometimes I will go and sit in the corner and send a couple of messages just because I need to recharge. But then I'm out trying to do things, networking, meeting people. Um, I particularly like trying to spot people that um, are maybe new to pageantry. So they've got someone to talk to and I'll go and start conversations with them. Um, But I do find it very, very draining. So I do sometimes have to go and hide in the corner on my phone. But You do not want to be sitting at a pageant event, particularly as a title holder with a crown on your head, with your face buried in your phone, not doing anything. Put the phone away. You can be on your phone after the event. Obviously, get some pictures. Uh, But other than that, like, put the phone away and actually network. And that can sound really, really scary. So go and find some clubhouse rooms, some YouTube channels, some podcasts that give you some basic networking skills. Or you might even think, I'm all right at networking. Go and level up. Be the pro networker. Make those connections and build who you are as a personal brand. And you will rock not just pageantry, but life in general. My next one is public speaking. Um, Being able to go on a podcast, on a a video live, um, record videos, Instagram lives, etc, etc, and being able to speak with confidence. Being able to go into schools and speak with confidence and gain like traction, followers, future engagements, like actually make an impact and a difference is an incredible skill Um, and not just benefit you in pageantry. It's not just about on-stage question. It's not just about improving your interview. It's everything that happens around pageantry. And trust me, public speaking skills will massively benefit you throughout life. Whether you have a daughter one day and you have to step up and speak at her wedding or a son and speak at his wedding. I don't know why I said daughter, but hey, I've got a daughter. That's why I said that. Um, But you speak at a wedding. Uh, Maybe you're a maid of honour and you speak at someone's wedding. Maybe your boss needs you to take a big presentation. You'd be like, yep, I got me some badass 
podcast, public speaking skills, so I know I can rock this. Investing in good public speaking skills is so important. And again, it's not the same as interview prep. It's not the same as having an interview coach. Um, we do have a, a fairly low ticket item with pageant line coaching that goes into public speaking, but there are so many ways you can improve your public speaking skills. Um, and there are, again, YouTube videos, podcasts, blogs, Clubhouse rooms, all there to help you improve your pub, uh, uh, your public speaking skills. Um, if there's someone you admire that's a good public speaker, go and ask them. Um, or like I said, um, Pageantland Coaching does offer um, a public speaking um, product. It's fairly low ticket um, and it can be done in half hour blocks. Like you're not signing up to a big course like the other two programs that we have with Pageantland Coaching. Um, but whatever you're going to do... Um, Commit to it because public speaking is scary, but it is a awesome skill to be taking out into the real world. I'm sure there is a whole heap more things I could talk about, but I'm going to leave it there. Maybe there'll be a part two and I come up with more things that you should be working on. Um, but do you know, you don't need to go out and do all of these straight away. Um, what I usually recommend is think about two things. Think about which one would benefit you the most. Like maybe there's an area that you're particularly struggling with. Maybe you've been given lots of podcasting opportunities and you don't feel confident in it. Therefore, you would do public speaking first. Maybe you're really struggling with your confidence and therefore working on your self-love first would be beneficial, for example. Um, so look at which one would benefit you first. And then if you're struggling and maybe there's like three that you really would like to jump into straight away, think about which one you would find easier to tackle. Because what you will find is if you find a bit easier to tackle, you will see success and and, achieve, and feel like you've achieved something faster. And do not underestimate the power of feeling like you have achieved something. Um, it will really spur you on to want to learn more um, and to then um, and to then go after the other skills that we have talked about here. So which one will benefit you the most? If you've got a couple, which one do you feel like you can get better in fastest and go for that one? Um, have a plan, have a deadline, set some goals and know that you are going to rock it on and off the pageant stage. Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. Please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.